0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Finger Girls podcast, episode 58, I believe. I never know, I always lose track. Joining me this week, I'm Roscoe, by the way, hello, Mr. Greg Hicks. Good evening. Rohawk with a mohawk. <laughs> how's it going?
1: Uh, good, yeah, I'm adopting the uh, apocalyptic wastelander style by having a mohawk this week.
0: Mm, and how did, you, how did you describe it to me earlier?
1: Oh, like playing with the back of it, playing with the fuzzy rat's tail at the back of it.
0: I asked uh, Greg, how's he finding the mohawk, and he went, it's fluffy. Oh, fl- yes. Sorry, I described
1: <laughs> it as fluffy because I very. got wet earlier. So I'm not, I'm not going to do very well as a badass sort of apocalypse survivor if I'm going to go, ooh, fluffy at everything.
0: <laughs> very Mad Max. Yeah. Like <laughs> Mr. Sean Davies. Howdy. Howdy, howdy,
2: howdy. Yes. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well indeed. Full of food, I guess. Again, as per. So, pizza <laughs> and Haribo right? today. I was going to say, what have you been eating this week? <laughs> uh, Peter and Haribo. Um, But I'm I'm not as stuffed as I was previously. So, fingers crossed, I won't jabber the hut. it's up halfway through this podcast. Cool.
0: <laughs> 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 and joining us for the first time is the fifth member of the Finger Guns team, Toby Anderson! Thank you very much for having me. How's it going, man? Good, thanks. How's weekend been?
3: Pretty uneventful so far, just games and... Hanging out as you do in lockdown? Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. You know, it's it, it's hard because like I was on a video call with my family earlier and they're like, So what have you been up to? I was like, Well, nothing. <laughs>
1: there's, there's <laughs> Same nothing is the rest do.
0: of the country. How
1: dare yeah. they even ask you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
0: know, How are you doing, I right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've got nothing else to say. It gets very awkward, but it's all good fun. Um, should we talk about what's happened to Paul this week? We can. Paul isn't with us this week because he. Concussed himself on the shower door? Is that right? Something like that? Apparently on his way up from
1: picking something up, he banged his head on the shower door, which does raise a lot of questions as to how low he was on the floor. But yes, he seems to have concussed himself and has given himself a bit of a head injury.
3: He said there was blood everywhere.
1: I know, I really wanted to see the crime scene. Or the gash on his head. But he hasn't come forth with it yet, so.
0: It was just a uh, very uh, standard Sunday afternoon and he comes out with, I got myself a concussion this morning, along with more blood than I've ever seen. Or spilling no. claret all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm behind on decorating. Oh, <laughs> he was going to de- I can't believe the
1: madman was going to decorate with a concussion. That is the last thing you want to do. If he's reaching up to paint walls or whatever the fuck he's doing, like you do not be doing that with a concussion and possibly put off equilibrium. They're going to fall over like a chuckle brother and then do more damage to himself.
0: Get well soon, Paul. You'll be fine. Maybe we'll
1: see. I don't know what you do in con- concussion. Do you tell people not to fall asleep or do you tell them to rest? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not a doctor. I just hold amputated body parts sometimes.
0: (laughs) Uh, Right then. Let's crack on with the podcast and what we've been playing. Right. So right into the deep end, Toby, what have you been playing this week?
3: Um, Okay. Well, quite a few things, but I'm sure Sean's list will beat mine. Um, (laughs) It always seems to be an enormously long list. I'm still playing Persona 5. Really enjoying that one. Um, About halfway through, you've got to go through all these palaces and things taking out the bad guys in uh, in the jrpg anime fashion but it's uh it's really good really good fun and i'm still going to school in japan every day of lockdown which is the bizarrest experience but yeah that's really fun that one i'm still going through ff7 remake um although i'm going through on hard mode now and um I'm about to lap Greg, I reckon. Um, although I think he's right at the end now. But I, I think I'm stuck. I think I'm stuck on the Hell House. I don't know if anyone else has got to the Hell House. I know on this podcast you have. Oh you're out, But oh, here's it is the worst thing. Yes, <laughs> it's the worst boss until you get to the very end. Um, and he belches out tonberries at you um, in hard mode, three tonberries, and then and it's just you and Eris. And that's it. That's the end of me every time. Um, so, yeah, we're not having much fun with the hard mode there. What I've I been playing. I finished Cloudpunk. Finally finished Cloudpunk. That's fantastic. Nice. Really like that game. Um, I reviewed it a few weeks back. And, yeah, you get to the end. It's, it's a sort of, you know, lots and lots of random little dialogue bits with different people in the, in the cities and stuff. But it eventually comes to a culmination um, with this sort of rogue AI going crazy in the city. But, yeah, it was really fun. I really liked it. I don't think I'll be carrying on, you know, much more. I don't think there's a huge amount left to it, but fifteen hours down, it's not a hugely, you know, pricey game. It's pretty good. And the last one is Fury Unleashed, um, which has just come wait, out wait, wait,
0: on f- Furry Unleashed.
3: Furry Unleashed.
0: Furry Unleashed.
3: <laughs> I'm going with Fury. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. Do you, want to, do you want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs>
2: the
3: last one is um Fury Unleashed. Furry uh, Unleashed. <laughs>
2: I'm just gonna all. go I'm gonna go with <laughs> Fury.
3: <laughs>
0: okay.
3: <laughs> the last game is Fury Unleashed. Pretty good fun. Run and gun, procedurally generated. It's it's good, but it's it's just not good enough. I think it has it had all this potential as a comic book, um, procedurally generated levels, and it just doesn't really just doesn't really do it for me. In the end, it doesn't really live up to what I wanted it to be, which is a shame. But um, I think that's my I think that's my games for this week.
0: Yeah, you can read uh, reviews of all of these games on vingaguns.net right now. By the time of recording, Furry Unleashed isn't up yet, but it will be when this podcast is live. So make sure you check it out. Uh, okay, sure. Cheers, Toby. Right, Greg, what have you been playing this week, sir? Uh,
1: now that I can finally talk about it, I've been playing more Huntdown, which I am absolutely loving. St- I just go back to it every now and then. It just It's pure... Considering I never used to play a lot of Contra, it's pure Contraness for me, which I'm really enjoying. I think I've hit a plateau with Final Fantasy VII right at the end. And I know Toby's stuck on hard mode, but I'm on the the Arsenal, which is a grind in itself. Straight after that bloody boss fight with Darkstar and Rufus. And I got to a point last night, I don't know if... I mean, I know Toby, you're not on Twitter, but if you guys saw the clip that I put up there, I was raging at one in the morning. Just, ah.
0: Yeah, just... It's, not a, uh, it's not a pleasant boss fight, is it?
1: It's really not, but... What I was trying to... I didn't realise you could shoot... When he's doing his um, phase three, uh, like, photon beam thing. Didn't realise you could do damage to it. Or, like, you know, you could try and stun it. So I was trying to avoid it. And as I was running, just as it fired, fucking Aerith came running into the frame as well. And we both got hit. And I was like... I am
2: done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am fucking done. It's one in the fucking morning. I've just spent an hour and a half doing this. <laughs> fucking done. Ah! And I, I mean, I've already had a point with that game anywhere where I'm just bored of it. And I know it sounds really horrible to say it, but I just, I just want it to finish. Like I really just want the story to end. I don't want all this dilly dallying off in the middle of nowhere and doing Hojo's wacky funhouse. I'm just, I want to see it through, and I will after I have calmed down. But I'm just, I don't care anymore. And. I know they've changed the story up, but all these all these weird beats and yeah, just I don't know. I, I'm I know I'm so close to the end I've gotta see it through. I've just really my, my patience is waning. What else I've been playing. I have dabbled a bit with Uncharted Four, just because I can. I don't know why, it was there on my PlayStation, so I did. And I have been playing and reviewing Ion Fury, which, if anyone is aware, is it was Ion Maiden until the band thought that she looked like Steve Harris. It still doesn't make any sense, and yeah, that's all right. That review's out well today, I suppose. And what else has happened? Oh, yeah, if anyone has been listening to the ongoing conundrum I have with the switch or not, I bought a light switch or a switch
3: light. Yeah, you can't say light switch, that sounds all wrong.
1: No, come on! I should have called <laughs> it that. They should have called it that, and it would have been fantastic And I should have got all the royalties for it. So I managed to get one, not with a new phone contract. But if anyone's on EE, you can do like accessories, up like, to like headphones and stuff like that with your, your uh, with your contract for eleven months. So it's not it's not like a loan thing. It's not like interest-free. So you just pay it on top of your phone bill. So yeah, I got a switch, and at the moment I've only got Breath of the Wild, which I'm enjoying. I'm not stuck on it as such, it's just given that thing where it's gone, right, off you go, I'm like, oh I'm used to playing Zelda games with Direction so that's that's a new thing <laughs> Yeah. I've got Link's Awakening on order Tana Zero will be bought soon, I almost bought Hyper Light Drifter because it's on sale, because I absolutely nice. love that game on the PS4, and I was like, no I don't, I don't need to buy it on the Switch, I've got it on the PS4 and what else have I ordered? Oh, uh, Smash Brothers is on the way, and yeah nice. the first thing I did was download the SNES library so now I don't have to worry about buying a SNES mini which is the most coveted thing in the world?
0: <laughs> what do you think of the uh, SNES library?
1: Weird. There are yeah, so much choices. There really are. I mean, I thought it was like a localization thing, but I mean, the two Breath of Fires on there are quite cool. Um, two tennis games though, a bit weird. Super and Smash Tennis. Um, I gave Star Two a go. A bit of shit, really, isn't it? After all that hype, it's
0: really yeah, it's not it's great. Really
1: Not very good.
3: <laughs> no, you're a fan uh, of Breath of Breath of the, Breath of Fire, rather. Um, have you played one and two before?
1: Uh, yes, I think I played them on the GBA
3: when yeah, they were released here.
1: on that. And they weren't very good then either. No. But three, um, three and four are where it's at. Oh yeah, totally. But it's nice having that library on there just to dabble in. Like I started playing Link to the Past. I've played that game enough times, but I'm probably gonna play it through again because it's there. So yeah, I've I've had a pretty pretty branch that week, other than just main consoles. I've I've now got well, it's not a handheld, is it? It's another main console.
0: What would you yeah, call it's... it like?
1: Would you call it a handheld or not? I mean, I it mean it's a definitely, handheld
0: console. It's definitely only a handheld
3: yeah, but it's 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 a full console as such. Yeah, does it literally not have any way to connect it to the TV at no, all? No, there's no HDMI in it.
1: It's it's literally portable. Mm-hmm. It's solely a portable console.
0: That screen is pretty though, isn't it?
1: Oh yes, and I'm guarding it with my life because I'm waiting for a screen protector <laughs> to turn up. And you know, you know, most consoles come in like little polythene bags, don't they? Yes. Like I'm putting it back in that like a little envelope every night. Like I don't want it to have any residual dust on it.
0: Precious <laughs> Nintendo.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, for, it, it, is, it is like a Fabergé egg until I get a screen protector and a case for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it like with a new phone, isn't it? When you get a new yes. phone and you just look after it intensely like a, like a child. Yeah, and then six months later, you just
1: hoofing it onto your bed when you get in the <laughs> house. And, of course, the first thing I did when I opened the game cartridge box was lick the cartridge, and they taste fucking awful. <laughs> Confirmed! Yeah. It's, I, I love the fact that they put this foolproof thing in for kids not to eat them, and the first thing adults do is go, oh, "I can't be that bad, <laughs> Oh God! It's as bad as he said it was. So yeah, that's my week: licking cartridges, getting a new console, treating it like the Holy Grail, and uh, yeah, playing Hunt Down. Really
2: nice,
0: Mr. Sean Davies. What random PS game have you found this week?
2: (laughs) I don't have one. Oh, so sorry. Uh, And and you'll be you'll all be glad to know that most of the games I've been playing, I can't actually talk about that much. So um, most of them are embargoed. So. This will be short. What is um, it? Opposite week. I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always playing Arcade okay Spirits, which is a uh, very inclusive, very diverse dating love simulator visual novel. It's fine. It's it's got some good bits, it's got some dry bits, um, it's got some very funny bits. There is a coffee slash bookshop owned by a gay couple called The Whole Story. H-O-L-E. And it's just a lot of fun. It's certainly got its crowd, and if you're in that crowd, I'm sure you'll enjoy it immensely. Uh, I've also been playing the wonderful 101 Remastered, which there is a review on the web- website too. Oh, man. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I gave it. I'm just going to spoil the review for you. It's a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 4 out of 10. And people have, have been attacking me to say that it is a, it is a 9 out of 10 game. And the only way I can say that that game will be 9 out of 10 is if you just received a concussion from a glass panel on your bath. That's the only way (laughs) that that is a 9 out of 10 game. You've just received a head injury if that's a 9 out of 10 game. And I I cannot fathom why it's so beloved. Is it a 9
3: out of 10 game back in the day, but a 4 out of 10 port? No,
2: because the port's okay. Um, the the problem with the game is that it is so reliant on that second screen the gamepad could change your leader which also changes your weapon type you can use consumables you can check your radar to see where enemies are in relation to where you are and your crowd it's all of that isn't available to you at all times you have to select for that to be on the screen which is on your tv and it doesn't matter where you put it, it's always blocking something. It doesn't matter what, where you put it. You can have it hot, you can have it semi-translucent, and it will still be so distracting that you just don't want it there. And that, that means that half the time you're just kind of having to juggle around the restriction of not having, like playing with one hand tied behind your back. It's it's rough. Um, there's parts of the game where the camera just, just does not work. It's too close, or it's too far away. There's, there's one point where enemies spawned in the bottom left hand of the corner of the screen where I was and for whatever reason that he was trying to tell me about something in a different corner of the screen it zoomed out so far I couldn't see what was going on and that was it it was dead like I couldn't see the fight so there's no way I could get on with it so if you enjoyed it the first time round, you'll probably enjoy it the second time round. but I'll be honest with you for, for me I just wish it hadn't been made and I, I wish you know I was one of these people that hadn't played it and just kind of jumped on the bandwagon to see what the fuss was about because everybody said it was so good. And the concept is great and the con- the combat is still good when you're not distracted by a menu. But everything else, was it just needed so much work before it came back out again. I hope there's a sequel and I hope they manage to get around what's bad about the remake. And I aren't the only person saying this. I think it was Games Radar I'll give it a four out of ten as well. So I aren't the only person, but, you know, it's rough. The third game I've been playing is called Island Saver. It's a free-to-play game released by NatWest. You are tasked to clean up an island in a first-person. And if you played, I think it's called Slime Rancher, where basically you've got this gun that's like a vacuum that can suck and blow things around. The, the idea is you you clean up the island by collecting rubbish and then put it into a recycling bin. But then when that recycling bin gets big, you need to, you need to use a coin to send it up into space to empty it. And... It, it's fine. It basically teaches kids about animals, teaches about recycling, teaches them about banks. So every time you want to deposit coins in your bank, you have to enter a PIN code, a four-digit PIN code, which is based on the buttons on the controller, which I thought was was quite cool. You enter it the first time, and you've got to remember it. If you forget, it's like, ooh, who are you? So it's, it's just... <laughs> Is that what it's like? Ooh, who
3: ooh, are you? Who are you? I wish my bank did that. <laughs> Cash for it.
0: got your
2: pin, silly. Uh, uh, the worst security. So, yeah, I've been playing that with my kids. I've also been playing Fly Punch Boom, which I can't really talk about. It's a brawler, comic book brawler. And I would highly advise going to check out the trailer for this game because it is insane and the review will be out on the 28th, I think it is. I've also been playing The uh, Dark Knight with Poe and Monroe, which comes out on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, go and add it to your Steam wishlist list, because I can't tell you if it's good or not, but I highly advise you go and add it to your Steam wish list. <laughs> it's coming out on PC, and <laughs> if you've if you, if you've played The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker, it's, a, it's another HMV game. It's set in the same style. Oh,
0: another HMV game?
2: HMB, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. FMB, <F&B>. whoops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we keep on that in or Do you want to try that again? No, I don't no. Know. Keep, keep it in. Keep it in. It's <laughs> oh, fine. okay. Proper Gonzo,
1: it. Gonzo podcasting.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's another FMB game. It's uh creepy and cool. You can get all of this for the trailer. I'm not spoiling anything. It's going to be something to look out for. So make sure you come back and check out the review on Tuesday. I've also been playing Saints Row 3 Remastered, which comes out on Friday. And yeah, I can't really talk about this, but yeah, that's another review that <laughs> I'll be publishing this week. I definitely can't talk about that one just yet. And then finally, I've been playing, not finally, but I've been playing Golf with Friends. Golf with your friends? Golf with mm-hmm. friends. Um, whatever it's called. The new Team 17 golfing game, which I can't talk about until... When can I not talk about that, Ross? Because I know you've been playing it too.
0: 18th, I believe. Okay. 18th, maybe.
2: Yeah, we can't so, talk about it this week. Okay, we won't talk about it this week. No, um, but we do need to play it together. Yes,
0: we do. We'll put it on the, the put it on put it on our oh, scroll that's... of games.
2: No, I I genuinely have, have uh, genuinely no. redacted, redacted, redacted. Would like to play with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I know. It's um. Yeah, it's. I'm reviewing it, and so I need to play it online with someone. So let's
2: do well, it. Well, after this podcast, we should sit down and play together. <laughs> okay and the only reason I can say we can do that is because today this 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 week I played the last of us oh he's done it man so I am now a couple of hours into the last of us that opening is really good is it not isn't uh, it <laughs> It should have been um, on a list it should have been on one of those listicles, so many, so many like,
3: years ago
0: like, the most shocking openings to a game list or something that's where it should have been
2: yeah that definitely should have been on, on a list um what kind of culture wouldn't put it on there? You know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so. Oh, I just tuned out from you, peons. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. If if this doesn't make any sense, it's a small inside joke about the fact that Greg didn't put The Last of Us on a, a opening a shocking opening list, that he wrote for what culture?
1: I also didn't put the alien on a list of um, enemies that constantly stalk you because it was too fucking obvious.
0: <sighs> It isn't. It isn't an enemy that constantly stalks you, though.
1: No, well, it doesn't constantly know, but it always knows. Where <laughs> it's always there. Always watching. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was a very contentious one with that as well. And people are still bitching on YouTube, going, "Uh, oh, where's the where's the xenomorph? Or where's the aliens?" And it's like, oh, just I tried to go. I tried to think
2: outside the box. Same with the openings one. Also, shut up.
0: They just want to see what they want to see. Anyway, sorry,
2: Sean, gone. Uh, no, no, no. That, that was that was all we was going to say, and uh, that was what I was going to play. I've been playing. What have you been playing, Moscow?
0: Oh, I've been playing uh, a few things actually. i have been playing Telling Lies. Finally, I feel like I'm a year late to this one, but yeah, finally played it on uh, PS4. It's come out on the consoles this week, or, or yeah, this week. And yeah, it's all right. It don't think it's as good as Her Story. Her Story was such a a game changer in that regard. It's made by the same person, Mr. sambalo who is a who is a genius, really. The way he can weave these things together, but. Telling noise was really good. It was a bit long and it wasn't very easy to, to keep track of. I found the the story was engaging, the performances were really good, especially um especially uh, Logan Marshall Green, who plays uh, the lead character David. Um I thought he was great, and he should be Joel in this upcoming Last of Us TV series. I'm just gonna say that out loud now. And yeah, I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it's up to the level of her story. You can read my full review on thinking now. Um, I played What the Golf which is coming to Switch, if it hasn't already, I can't remember, no it's not, not yet, it's coming this week to Switch, and it's absolutely bonkers, Uh, it's already been on Apple Arcade for a good few months now, so it's out there in the world, and there's no embargo, so I can just say, hey, yeah, it's really fun, go and play it, it's a very bonkers golf game where you just, if you can imagine something like golf with your friends, but mixed with like Goat Simulator, or something like that, you know, something that's completely bonkers and off the chain, and It's constantly surprising, which is something I really like about it. It's always, it's worth carrying on and worth playing because you just don't know what they're going to do next with the levels. And it's very humorous and engaging. And yeah, I highly recommend you checking out my review and checking out the game when it comes out. And all the usuals, I guess. Fortnite, Animal Crossing is still keeping me fairly busy every single goddamn day. It's Sunday, so it was turnip day. got to set your alarm before 12pm to get up and play the goddamn game very early in the morning if you want to buy turnips. And yeah, that's about it, really. Not bad. Not bad. And also, go for your friends, obviously. I can't talk about that. And the Wonderful 101 Remastered, which if I could offer a second opinion, sucks. And Sean is right. Don't play it. Huzzah! Redeemed! (laughs) What a waste of a Kickstarter. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Should have been called the Wonderful One and Done. Am I right?
2: Oh, snap!
0: (laughs) Yeah, son! Let's get on with the quiz. It's time for... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most exhilarating, most exciting, most electrifying video game quiz in all the world! Hosting the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge! Lock up your daughters, hold on to your butts and go absolutely uptown thunkatron for the smoothest cat in the entire podcast cosmos! It's the knowledge himself, Mr. Sean Davies!
2: Hello and welcome to the Ving Guns Trivia Challenge. This week we are going back to a format we used quite a long time ago. And each question is worth two points. And I'm going to read you a quotation from a video game. And I want to know what game it is from and which character said the words. Whoa. You will get a point. Was, that,
0: that was not part of it last time.
2: No, it was not. This this is an, a new evolution on the old formula. I'm spiting cool. it up a little bit. Put a bit of cayenne pepper on there, bit of salt, bit of nugget no, chili, no. and we are you're not away. Even,
1: you're not even going to spit on Toby before you break him in. This is just going to no, be no, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, lowering the tone since '86. Yeah, thanks. You've been playing Ion Fury for far too long. Oh, God, anyway, 3D,
1: 3D realms' toilet humour is rubbed off on me.
2: I've so, been doing yeah.
1: these
3: quizzes for the last four or five weeks actually listening to your podcasts and uh, i've done absolutely terribly so um i'm hoping that this will be the first week
2: with a good score okay um, At- i I'm, I'm gonna say right now you've just said you've done terribly and yeah. that is normally a mojo where you end up getting full marks and you upset everybody else that is insane <laughs> the formula that paul has adopted for a very long time where he oh no about i'm the gonna quiz. do
1: absolutely barlocks on this one and then he wins yeah, exactly that. So. Well,
2: hopefully I can emulate that.
1: Well, You've got to but... do the accent, though.
2: You're, you're from near London. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so let's get this on the road. Have you got pens, pencils, stuff ready?
0: Yeah.
2: Right, okay. Pens and
0: pencils. I've got pens a, and a, pencils. I've got a green-coloured pencil today.
2: you got a pencil case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sadly not. i <laughs> Okay, question one. Really nice and easy one to get you started here. Question one get over here what were the two criteria who
1: said it in what game it is yes in any particular order doesn't matter
2: You. so question one get over here okay question two what is a man a measurable little pile of secrets So, who said that, and in what game? question two, what is a man? A measurable little pile of secrets. Oh, shit. Hmm, I don't like this already. Can we stop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Uh, I'll be very disappointed if you can't get at least the game.
1: I know the game.
2: You're going to be disappointed.
1: No! <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know the game, but oh, fuck it. I'm going to just take a punt on it.
2: Okay. Question three It's a funny thing, ambition. It can take one to sublime heights or harrowing depths, and sometimes they are one and the same. What game is that from, and can you guess the character's name?
1: Probably going to be Troy Baker or Nolan North doing it, isn't it? So it's always those two. <laughs> this
2: one, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's neither of those two.
1: Ah, oh, <laughs> dang it!
2: <laughs> it's a funny thing, ambition. Question three: It's a funny thing, ambition. It can take one to sublime heights or harrowing depths, and sometimes they are one and the same. Question four: We both said a lot of things that you're going to regret, but I think we can put our differences behind us for science you monster ah. who said that and what game franchise or game game
0: i got a one in something chance
2: yeah i <laughs> don't want to give it away um so yeah question four we both said a lot of things that you're going to regret but I think we can put our differences behind us. For science, you monster. Okay. Question five. Keep your expectations low, boy, and you will not be disappointed. Who said that, and in what game? Question five, keep your expectations low, boy, and you will not be disappointed. Taking a punt.
0: On a game I never finished. <laughs> Give it a go.
1: I think the, there's a keyword in it that makes it kind of obvious, but it's going to be one of those things that's too obvious, and I've picked a really obscure game.
3: That's the only one I've even got a chance in hell of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I question... want not even the first one. <laughs> not even the first one. <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs> okay. I've got a terrible memory. <laughs> question, six. Us, us the the grave, <laughs> question six: This path should lead us straight to the grave, the world's grave, not ours. Question six: This path should lead us straight to the grave, the world's grave, not ours. Nice. Love a bit of quiet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Question seven. You want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you. Do you want a specific game? Yes. Question seven. You want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you.
0: That moment still sends chills down my spine
2: obviously not my reading of it <laughs> no oh my the voice God. actors <laughs> put a bit more life into it you know okay question eight. eight oh fuck i've written the wrong character oh change that question eight survival can be a matter of luck or skill and you can't rely on luck In question eight, survival can be a matter of luck or skill and you can't rely on luck. So who said that and in what game? Okay. Question nine. Crazy fool, why do you always jump? What are these days you're going to land on something that's stubborn as you are and I don't do bits and pieces? Who said that? And in what game? Question nine. Crazy fool, why do you always jump? One of these days, you're going to land on something that's stubborn as you are, and I don't do bits and pieces. And finally, question 10. Part of growing up is doing what's best for the people you care about, even if sometimes that means hurting someone else. Question ten: Part of growing up is doing what's best for the people you care about, even if sometimes that means hurting someone else. Who said that? And in what game?
3: Dear idea. Oh no fucking idea. I love it. Does it Sonic the head job? I'm going to start real <laughs> low so that. You know, it's only going to be up from here.
2: If you can show a, a gradual progression path, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a months, you know, Your redemption story starts off at the bottom yeah. and works his way off. There you That's go. That's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> right then, thank you very much, Sean. A uh, pleasure. All right, let's get into some news. This week, the big news, I suppose, was Epic revealing Unreal Engine 5 in a very flashy demo given to Mr. Jeff Keighley, represented by the PlayStation 5. Now, Epic Games, you know that company that makes game engines and prints Fortnite money, debited a tech demo for Unreal Engine 5, the newest iteration of its popular Unreal Engine. This is coming from an article on Wired. A game engine is a set of tools and frameworks to help developers create their games, and Unreal 5 looks mighty powerful. I'm going to go around the room, going to see what you think, what this might mean for the next gen. So,
2: uh, Mr. Sean Davies, what do you reckon? Unreal Engine 5, did it blow your mind? It did. Um, I, I think I think when I think it's impossible to watch that and not have your mind blown by how impressive it was. I am slightly wary. I think after the Xbox third-party showcase thing that showed very little gameplay, and we all moaned about, we we all kind of tempered our expectations for the next generation of video games. I think we were all like, okay, it's not going to be going to blow us socks off. And then Epic turned around and deliver this thing, which is impressive in every single possible way you know it it looks fantastic it sounded fantastic it run like a dream it was apparently running on a ps5 and it showed that you know that something along the lines of what we expected to be possible i get the feeling we're setting ourselves up for a bit of a fall though to be fair by by going along with this because i imagine epic spent a ridiculous amount of money on making that demo um, because obviously they're going to try and sell Unreal 4, sorry, Unreal 5 to everyone as a, you know, the next gen engine to use. And I, I don't think we're going to get games of that quality anytime soon. I think the visuals in that game, that, that demo were phenomenal. And I just can't see us getting anywhere near that that quality for quite a while. And a lot of developers have said that too, you know, the you know, people have argued that you know that looked brilliant, but the cost of making just that demo and how short it was at that quality is just not sustainable for a normal video game. Um, and quite a lot of developers have said that. And there was a really great thread from a number of developers going through um, what was in that demo and why it made sense and why Epic have been partnering with PlayStation 5 and and with with Sony to build the PlayStation 5 and how that's brought about that particular weird and wonderful architecture that Sony have implemented. So one of the things that Unreal 4 has always struggled with is um texture loading. You know when when you you load up a game sometimes you'll see like a fuzzy texture that takes a couple of seconds to to come around and Apparently, one of the reasons why Sony went with this super fast SSD and the the I/O is that Unreal with and and the Unreal Engine would do better if you could load lots of textures quickly and had lots of like pass through so that data could come quickly rather than the way that the previous architecture was. So it does mean that the the Unreal Engine Unreal Five is going to be better suited to working on the PlayStation 5 because, you know, Epic have worked really well with them. And since then, Tim Sweeney's come out to say that, you know, Unreal 5, Unreal Engine 5 will will run very well on both the Xbox Series X and the PS5, just just to, you know, just to calm everybody's tensions, <laughs> as is the state in this current, you know, holding pattern for next-gen. It does mean that this next generation, you know, we could see that the Unreal really becomes the the engine of choice for a lot of people because it's been specifically designed around, you know, the combination of PS5 and Unreal Unreal 5, you know, 5 for 5. One of the developers was even saying, you know, that it's it's very, you know, symbolic of the 5 coming with 5 and not a Series X. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was an impressive demo. and But I just don't think we should be getting our hopes up. But it does show that in, you know, a couple of years' time, what might be possible with unreal five and mm. with the playstation five yeah. i'm i'm quietly excited for five years time from now mm. just just yeah. stuff off the off the bat yeah i mean that's true of a lot of
0: consoles isn't it you know, we don't really see their true power until the last like maybe three or four years of their cycle
2: yeah and i think that's i, I kind of hope that that wasn't going to be true of this generation because every generation we've gone through previously has always been a slight architecture change and with the xbox series x that the architecture really hasn't changed that much you know basically they've just gone for better versions of everything they had pre- previously and the the ps5 is is very different than the ps4's architecture so i was hoping that it would be as seamless just to say okay well now we can run everything at a higher resolution with better frame rates but it's not <laughs> it's it's like another <laughs> it is the start of a new generation for sony which yeah. not quite the same for xbox but you know mm-hmm. in five years time that might be we might be re- reaping the rewards of that weird architecture
0: yes yeah, for sure toby you kind of had a more i think you can see the more technical side of what unreal engine 5 is trying to do can you uh maybe go through like the major points the major things that you've noticed that kind of makes it stand out over other engines hmm, i mean
3: Sean did cover a few of them, but there's there's a couple of bits that, in there that they really wanted to bring your attention to in that thing that that made it look in, incredible. They call it, I think they call it Nanites, don't they? The uh, the sort of polygon creator that just makes triangles into the billions. Um, so just going from exactly like Sean says, you're going from Xbox showcase where you've just seen cinematics and you're thinking, yeah, this isn't all that. All that incredible, to be honest, is just a just a new generation, the same sort of thing. And then you suddenly just walk into that cave on that video, and you know it's gameplay immediately. It's just got that sort of, yeah, okay, we are talking gameplay still. But and then every single tiny little bit is being drawn. They zoom into those rocks, and you're thinking, that's a texture, but it's not. Every single tiny triangle has been made. Every single bit has been crafted, which is why it's going to cost <laughs> so much money, as, um, as, uh, so, as John said. Um, but that means that you're not loading textures at all. You're not having anything where it's a blank wall that then loads a material type or a rock type or, or a grass type or whatever it is that they, that they load on the current gen which is amazing and it then then they added on this thing called lumen lighting which was where you can light every single one of those triangles on the fly bounce lighting off in all sorts of different ways every different material works in a different way and I just I was watching it and my jaw just hit the ground I was like that's some am- I that's I've been told not to expect this kind of graphical leap for the next generation and then suddenly this thing comes out I was so shocked by it to be honest I thought it was I thought it's fantastic the best part is when she, she you, you sort of go a little bit further on you've got all these you know brilliant technical marvels that they keep talking about <laughs> you start to get to the point where you're like okay yeah 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 tech 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 it's amazing i can see it's amazing and then what <laughs> whoever designed this great idea she leaps off this she leaps off the edge of the, uh, the 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 cliff and starts flying like iron man and i'm just like i'm sold i'm sold i'm sold you don't have to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the video. I will buy a PlayStation Five. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give here's my money. And, and and I always think those memes are really funny when people say, you know, Hit, take my money. Um, but I just I felt it at that moment. I was thinking, this is amazing. Um, mm. I want that game to be real. And I, I, Sean said, it maybe it is real. I, but we don't have a name for it. We don't have a, yeah, you know, anything. But.
2: The, the, the name of the demo is called uh, Lumens in the Land of Nanites, so they've they basically included both of the, the tech names in the name yeah. of the demo, and it might get released, is, is what I'm hearing.
3: Someone needs to write an incredible story for that, and, <laughs> and, and, and take full advantage of a flying Tomb Raider style, you know, flying Lara Croft, and it could be
0: incredible, and uh, yeah, it's blown away, blown away. It was that moment. I mean, I remember watching it whilst developers were reacting to it on Twitter, and it was the it was the model placement that people were really losing their mind about. The fact that you can create something in like ZBrush or something, and then seemingly just place it into the engine, rather than having to sort of like I don't, I can't remember the technical terms I used, but there seems to be a much easier way of getting 3D models now into the game via external software pretty much and we saw it when she went into the cave and we saw those giant statues and it was just a copy of paste copy and paste but the simple fact is is that they were explaining how easy it was for them to do that and the developers on twitter like going crazy and you saw a lot of people getting really excited about that and so i think what that tells me is that this could lead to something like truly truly next gen like you said Toby, me you know, something that's really quite exciting and something that developers if, if developers get excited about tech I think that's that means we should be excited about it as well because those are the people that, that can create these amazing things in these engines yeah and I just yeah I can't wait to see what happens okay so Toby's got me hyped again Sean really was a buzzkill on that one <laughs> to be quite honest
2: no, man, I, I, I was just trying to be pragmatic
0: I know I know I I I was like... I
3: about it being two years before we probably see anything like that I think yeah. that's a very good call
0: yeah, for sure. But, but I mean, it's coming. Yeah. It Are makes you... me want to wait for the next Horizon. i will be like, guys, oh. can you just can you just make Horizon in this, please? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure is, I, I tend not to get hyped for things like that, because, um, and Toby can can back me up on this one, the one that really burnt me with that, with look at this amazing tech demo, uh, is the Bouncer. <laughs> at, I know it's an obscure one to throw back to you, but I remember the tech demo for that was like, look at this train crashing, and look at all this flowing water and debris, and then the game didn't have any of that. So... I, I want to get excited, but I don't know.
0: It's still too real. Right, let's move on to Ghost of Tsushima, which I now know how to say properly, because I think for the last two years I've been calling it ghosts with an S at the end, and it makes the rest of it really difficult to say. It's Ghost of Tsushima, but if you say Ghost of Tsushima, it makes a lot more sense. It really does. Thank you very much.
1: Elocution lessons from Fingerguns.
0: Yeah, just don't put an S at the end.
2: How damp is your mic right now? those
1: those spit guards that they use in a in singer songwriting sessions
2: i have a pop
0: filter it's okay that's the one yeah it's all it's here for sucker punch showed a 18 minute gameplay video actual gameplay for Ooh. ghost of tsushima which is coming out in two months today which is pretty crazy when you think about it and it looks absolutely stunning we all kind of like watched the live uh presentation of it and, of course, the streaming wasn't great because internet things have been throttled, so it wasn't really showcased properly. But then you go on their Twitter and they're like, yeah, you should go and watch it in 4K. If you get a chance, if you got the tech, go watch it in 4K. So I thought, all right, I'll go watch it in 4K. And holy shit. Yes, what an absolutely beautiful game. And what it taught me about this game more than anything was that it is a, it is a concoction of so many different games of the, the all the action-adventure games we've been playing for the past generation. Uh, Greg, did you catch the... Preview? no
1: i i've had a busy week all right i worked like something like 54 hours this week so know, okay. shut up <laughs> <laughs> no i i don't i do but i don't want to because i want to go into it blind i'm actually more excited for ghost of tsushima than i am for last of us 2 mm. so i kind of want to watch it but i kind of don't
3: so i'm amazed you haven't been watching it it's like it's like tenchu It's like something you've been waiting for all
1: this I know, time. This is this is it, but this is it. I don't want to spoil myself. Like, A because of the bouncer thing and B because I don't want to give anything away. I want to go in blind. Like I mean, I know I used to watch trailers to death. I had the, the Metal Gear sort of two videotape I used to watch and that was thirteen minutes. Rewind, do it again. But I wanna go in blind. Like I'll watch I'll watch new trailers for games I'm curious about, but because I know I want Ghost of Tsushima, I I don't want to watch it i'm sure that it, it doesn't give anything away that i haven't seen already in the preview trailers but at the same time i want to i want to go in i, I know it's going to be another open world like action type game but i, I want to go in and be like wow this is incredible because i remember that first trailer you know when he, when he goes to the field and fights his i don't know what was it like former apprentice or something do you remember that one the, the the announcement one from way back
3: is it the woman who was like his teacher
1: yeah yeah like he was the master or she was the master or something yeah yeah I haven't really seen anything since then, apart from oh, the one, the the, the actual like uh, uh, preview trailer of the guys walking through a meadow, orchard, whatever you want to call it. But I haven't I haven't watched this new one yet because I want to go into it blind. But I'm sure you guys are going to tell me how amazing it was.
3: Yeah, we're about uh, to spoil it.
1: No, I don't mind.
0: <laughs> this is what the segment is, unfortunately.
1: No, that's fine because I mean, what you guys tell me is not. I mean, I can conjure in my head what you guys are telling me, but it's not going to be what I see on that. So.
0: Hmm. Uh so uh, yeah uh Toby did you see it what do you think I did see it
3: it's it's the second gameplay demo trailer of the week that I was just stunned by after having months without really anything like mm-hmm. that it, it takes me back to a few years back um I can't remember exactly how old this this uh, gameplay trailer was I think it was E3 2016 or 2015 with horizon Zero Dawn I know you mentioned it a minute ago but they brought out a gameplay demo for that like a gameplay video, where she creeps down some, um, Aloy creeps down some uh, some grassy areas, and then she's you know trying to harvest a few bits of um, one of the little dinosaurs, little robot dinosaurs, and um and then suddenly this thunderjaw comes in, and she fights the thunderjaw. She's pegging it to the ground, and she's sliding underneath it, and you can see every single part of that machine is being animated. And you know, I just was so psyched for that game after seeing that gameplay demo, I just thought, you know, there's just no way this game can never, can never disappoint. And it didn't, which is incredible. Um, cause I usually do just, I've been burned plenty, just like great s <laughs> oh, We <laughs> um, sound like a divorce club, don't we? But, that one didn't that's the thing and i i just find the same sort of feelings happening with um with Ghost of Tsushima it was it's an amazing gameplay demo they've split it up a bit like the old red dead redemption ones were you know when you got a little bit of gameplay and exploration and there'll be a story one come along at some point as well but yeah just amazing i mean there's um there's little details in there that i just I, I i took notes on as i was going through i was just like there. if you like old samurai movies that's the thing if you they do this black and white uh you can you can ch- play the entire game in black oh, and white yeah yeah Yeah, kurosawa mode and it is just it looks amazing the music the, the the rising sort of um strings and things that were being played at the same time the thing looked amazing it looked like seven samurai and i was just the, the film geek in me i mean i i studied film uh College and uni—it's just amazing. That is a, such a great mode. It makes me want to play the game twice already because I'll have to play it in color and then play it in black and white. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> and then it says, um then, then they show like a—you know—you go through and there's um here's how to do everything as a samurai, and then here's how to do everything as a ninja. Right? So you're doing everything as a samurai. They, the blood, like when you hit people, it slows down time slightly, and blood comes flying out in an arc that follows your sword. He flicks the blood off of his sword before he puts it back in his scabbard you know little things like that just Mm. unbelievable and then he goes through the whole thing again as a ninja and you're just like oh my god this is amazing there are stances to at play there all sorts of different stances that are he's knocking arrows out of the out of the air with his sword before he then takes someone else out firecrackers and stuff to get people's attention i know greg and i are massive fans of um splinter cell and metal gear solid and i've just been waiting for a tenchu like game i've been (laughs) i've been saying assassin's creed should be doing this for years and this is it this is going to be it's going to be incredible i'm sure of it incredible
0: yeah i mean i I was taking notes as as i was going one of them was just holy shit (laughs) but that was the way that the guiding wind is your waypoint that's just a that's just an amazing mechanic it 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 keeps you in the world rather than throwing like arrows everywhere and dots that you need to follow. Uh, the way you can guide the wind and find out where you're going. Um, the foxes, the animals, and stuff—all the in-game NPCs that kind of subtly direct you to hidden objects and hidden items. Um, the way that the enemies kind of like feared the ninja during that gameplay segment. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. And um, yeah, like you said, the blood pouring off of his blade once he was finished, like wow. downing everyone. Just that moment was just so cool.
1: I think I'm gonna to have to break my oath and watch it now. Uh, <laughs> I told oh, sorry. You this is what happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was just it was just insanely good. And because you guys have
1: uh, you guys have sold it to me now, so I shouldn't be disappointed.
0: See, this is the thing, I wasn't really all that hyped about Ghost, to be honest. I mean I was I was excited for it, I wanted to play it, but you know, my my 2020 is The Last of Us and Cyberpunk, and I've only yeah. got so much money to go around, you know. <laughs> and I was like, right, those are my two big ones this year. I'll focus on it. I was like, and then I watched this and it's like ah oh, fuck
1: it. I mean to be because fair you it, did the this, same thing so with good. you did the same thing with Final Fantasy, didn't you? You were like, Meh To you play the demo
3: and then yeah. you finished it before I did. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, 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 it's like I, it's like that combat demo, to be honest. It's like that. You watch these gameplay videos and you and if a if a company, a developer is so is that confident of their product being that good, they're happy to put out a gameplay demo rather than yeah. a cinematic. And obviously Final Fantasy seven um, square enix were so confident with their combat that they could sell that game on that demo and they did it was incredible you just you're like okay yeah the demo has sold it i'm definitely getting this day one
0: yeah same with this yeah yeah i mean yeah greg would tell you i wasn't you know i, I was excited for greg to get final fantasy 7 remake because i know i hyped he was for it but I, I was I, like yeah i, yeah, I, I wasn't fine. I was i well, you, when you came off from EGX. Yes. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Back back in
1: October, yeah. I mean, before that, I was like, meh, see so how it goes. And then playing it at EGX, I was like, yep, sold. And then I yeah. conveyed that to you, and you were like, really? And then when the demo came out, and you were like, it was that domino effect, wasn't it? Like, oh, God, I'm on board too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, now that you guys have, hopefully you guys have done the reverse for Tsushima for me. Like, I was going to get it anyway, but now I'm, I wasn't on the fence. But now I'm going to go and see what the grass is like on the other side. So,
0: And I'm going full Ninja
3: all the way through. But that's the fourth time I've got to play it. I think so. It's got black, <laughs> black and white, color, ninja, samurai. Maybe yeah. I can combine them and do it twice. But still,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, John, what are what are your thoughts on uh, the Ghost of Shima gameplay?
2: It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, I was very impressed. I get the there. There was a lot of old school Assassin's Creed in there with the the ghost section, and you know with the whole firecrackers. Because that was something that was in Assassin's Creed Syndicate and didn't make it any further through the series. You know, fire, yeah. throwing a firecracker to distract somebody, and the, the the combat. I'm 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 curious about the the samurai combat because I I didn't really understand how it was being done. So obviously, you know, the the enemies were coming at them, and then there was like a slash, and that enemy was just dead, and there was a like line across the screen and i'm very curious how that works because it seemed like the the showdown section i think there was like a button to activate a showdown where you could take on a, a couple of enemies in like a a samurai showdown and yeah. um <laughs> sorry <laughs> and, i was like um, i was like don't say it don't say it <laughs> <laughs> um so so i'm i'm interested in how that plays out uh, because the 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 other combat so once that was over and you got like the the straight up combat that looked very much like a um, uh, the Star Wars Fallen Order combat. You know, they had the different stances, and you were reflecting projectiles and stuff like that. So I'm I'm very interested in to see what they what they've picked apart because it does look like a melting pot of a lot of other games. And I'm I'm happy that they've been given the time to do this to make this game because their last one, you know, infamous Second Son, you know. It, it got a couple of six out of ten reviews. I just cannot see a single six out of ten for this game. Based on what we've seen so far, I don't think this is gonna get anywhere near that. I think that's gonna you know, it's gonna be a very impressive game. So I'm I'm yeah. very much looking forward to diving into it. I, I am hyped now. Wow. Hyped. Hyped. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just yeah, like I said, it was a lot of little moments. It was like when you're going through the ninja, you take down a few people with like throwing stars or something. And then the guys behind you just like fall to the floor and just try and escape. And I don't know what it was about that moment, but I was like, okay, I mean, that was so cool. You know, you could see the fear on their faces and yeah, it was awesome. And the Japanese uh, voice track and the, the photo mode looks amazing as well. Like, fuck it. Anyway, it's great. Uh, go and check it out if you haven't done so already. It's on YouTube and it's like 18 minutes long. So there's a lot of stuff to get into. Right then, let's talk about Tony Hawk because that's coming back. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is being re-released in September in a shiny new collection. And a lot of people are hyped, but a lot of people are not hyped. Because the soundtrack, as close to it as it is, it's not full. And so people are getting ratty. Uh, first things for us, Greg, are you excited for these?
1: I kind of am, but I'm not like 40 quid's worth of excited.
3: That's <laughs> Greg all over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the problem I'm going to have is I've played a lot of skate and I absolutely love it i think you know hashtag bring back skate 4 um and i'm looking forward to like skater xl and session because my brother bought the early access for session and there's like a legacy control mode on that which replicates the skate control mode so i'm more invested in the games that get to that i've played the tony hawks one remaster from what five six years ago probably a bit longer and it was a bit shit and Mm. i besides all that i couldn't play it like i i struggled with the whole holding x and then steering and you know the, the the face buttons directions for trip so i would like to see i mean it's, it's it's gonna be like riding a skateboard isn't it i'm sure it'll come back but at the same time i'm so tuned in now to playing skate i'm going to struggle with it so i'd like to think if they've incorporated a control scheme for it but i don't think logistically it would work i mean a, a control scheme for people like me that have played skate so you know they're used to the ea model of thumbstick control but i don't know how that would work with things like special moves for example because they're directional inputs and linking combos because you you mash the triangle to different grinds and all that kind of stuff so i don't think i don't think it'll be there but at the same time yeah i mean i put loads of hours into tony hawks one to three so yeah i'm keen for it yeah i mean it sucks about music not getting a full soundtrack You know, I understand there's different licensing rules and expiry, uh, like tracks expiring and stuff like that, which is probably one of the reasons why we've never had a Def Jam Fight for New York remaster because so many artists have left Def Jam now and they would be hell if they re released it with all the artists on it still. So, yeah, I mean, is it really something to get drastically upset about over? No. Like, yeah, a pitch perfect remake of one and two with all the tracks would be amazing. But, the fact that we're getting one and two remastered as a package is pretty cool. And then we're getting the majority of the tracks on there is also pretty cool. You know, like it's not, it's, yeah. not, a deal, it's not a deal breaker. I just don't think I'm going to be buying it straight away. Mm-hmm. But that, that's, that's me like personally, but yeah, yeah. for the masses, I think, yeah, fuck it. That's a great idea. Considering, well, Tony Hawk's five was a massive pile of shite. Prior to yeah. that, we had, we had the two ride games, which were hundred pounds worth of plastic that were awful. And like, you know, we've had a string of bad Tony Hawk games, you know, the the ancient ones the downhill jams like i mean even, even underground sort of lost its way a bit with its whole wacky jackassness i think the last decent one i played was uh project eight you know when it had the the slow-mo trick thing do you guys remember that you, yeah. you flick you click the yeah you click the sticks and don't you and then you can like move the feet independently with the thumbsticks and make your own mad varial tricks yeah so i think as a franchise it needs it needs this, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's like do or die, but I think it's it's good that they're taking a punt on this, and yeah, I mean, like, who didn't play it when they were like 12, 13, you know? And remember when Tony Hawk's 2 came out of the demo, and there was a competition that if you could enter your high score, uh, like submit it to PSM, you'd get a copy of the game and some other stuff like a some you know some merch and that and i was really excited because i got something like i don't know 50 odd thousand which i thought was really cool and it made me, i was like i got one hundred twenty thousand, and i was like no that's rubbish and then you can do because you can do reverts when you land off ramps or is that a third game you could do something to continue your combo even in the demo and i was like oh well i need to practice then don't i <laughs> so yeah no i mean like I'm, I'm happy for it in the long run but it's not yeah. i don't think it's day one for me okay
0: yeah, I mean, it's been made by, um, I think there's something to get excited about in the fact that it's made by Vicarious Visions, the guys that have been behind the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and Crash Team Racing, which are both solid remasters. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's there's definitely pedigree behind it. And I think there are elements of it which are coming from Pro 3. I think there are certain moves that you can do that are coming, yes. like sort of like being shoveled into this version.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, the thing I mentioned, like the revert into the manuals and stuff the manuals are there in two it was the reverse when you come up when you're coming down off a ramp you hit like r2 or something and you you spin which you can then turn into a manual and carry a new combo
0: okay cool uh so yeah, i mean there's only five songs that are missing it's a, it's a pretty solid um effort by them to be honest to get as many tracks back as they could yeah but it's the it, it's the crazy taxi situation isn't it you know every version of crazy oh, yeah, Taxi yeah. is missing that iconic offspring song and you know it doesn't really lose anything but you do notice it's not there
1: it's going to be cool playing School 2 again, listening to um, Guerrilla Radio, you know, or Power Man yeah. 5000. It's, it's going to be cool. But if if you know exactly which tracks, uh, sorry, which levels has which tracks and something else comes on. Yeah. I mean, what's what's five out of what, 16, 20? I can't remember what it was. It's not the end of the world, is it?
3: Well, it's two games, isn't it? Two soundtracks, essentially.
1: Uh, yeah. What well, well, it was in the quiz of the other week, wasn't it? So it's like 30 games, 30 tracks per game.
2: Uh, Sean what's your history with uh, Tony Hawk's are you excited for this I spent far too much of my childhood playing these games I was I was big into him and into CKY and Bam Margera and whole this whole skate scene so Tony Hawk's is despite the fact that it's it's hardly a skate game ever you know it, it it's not skate it's like an arcade version of skateboarding but it, I just I spent so many hours playing the series. And when this was announced, I was like, it's, it's day one. You know, I enjoyed the remaster previously. I enjoyed them the first time around. I've enjoyed all the crap Tony Hawk games. They're not skateboarding games anymore. They're they like arcade versions of it. And I probably told you the story before, but I went to see a skateboarding show once and they were pulling up amazing tricks that you probably, you know, really struggle to do in real life consistently. And nobody was clapping because it was the same time that Tony Hawk came out and the people were like, grind along the top of the rail after doing a 360, no, shove it. And it was like, no, that's impossible. It's physically impossible. But people were doing it in the game. So these skateboarders, they they all ended up walking off um, from the show because people weren't impressed. But. You know, this is what Tony Hawk did to, to the scene. It doesn't matter though because it's an arcade game. You know, it's it's not supposed to be. And this is why I don't think the um skate control configuration is going to make it in because you can't do any of the things that you could do in Tony Hawk's in in the time with your thumb. You know, it's impossible. You know, there's no way you're going to be able to do nine hundreds onto a rail, and you know. Do a, a grind along a rail into a manual. It just doesn't happen. So there's no way they're going to stick that control scheme in. Uh, but I'm just excited just to get back to it because I'll be honest with you, you know, they, those games were a big part of my childhood. And um, I hope they put fat Bam Margera back in because he was my man. <laughs> Have you seen him recently, Ban Margera? He's gone clean, hasn't he? He has. It's about time. You he should, he should get a spot in this game, you know. <laughs> him and his dad. He was only in the third one, wasn't he? Third one onwards. Yeah, yeah. But, You know, they're putting it's. It, this isn't just a like a remaster. They're putting no, a lot no, of it's extra like stuff in.
1: Guest and legend skaters, isn't it, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, so I, I don't know if you saw that. Quite a lot of skateboarders have come out and say, "Hey, we've we've managed to put our board into this remaster." So you know, they weren't in the original. weren't even in any of the Tony Hawk's games. But there's going to be a load of real world boards and skaters in this too. So that is that is very cool. I cannot wait, man. Seriously, this good game of the year.
1: I almost made a, I almost made a fool of myself because I was like, "Oh, there's no zebra head on there." I was like, "Hang on, no zebra head was in the third game." <laughs> so it was um, ninety six quite a bit of beings, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it, I, I don't care about the soundtrack. I'll be honest. Like the, the thing is with the soundtrack is I usually just stick it on the shuffle anyway, and it, you know, so long as there's like a couple of tracks which I really like. And to be fair, I could just stick Spotify on. Like, all of the tracks are on Spotify, and there are entire playlists of those. But, you know, it's not going to take anything away from the game. You know, the the visuals...
0: I, I, I just want to uh, stress that uh, Vilified by Even Rude and Screamer by Speed Dealer are not on Spotify. What? Yeah, I, I just have that information in front of me just by complete coincidence. Table flip. i share that. <laughs> Everything else is.
2: Okay, well I could do I could do without two two songs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's it, the, the visuals on that that remake they look it's amazing what they've been able to do from what we've seen so far because it just looks like how I remember those levels being despite the fact that I know looking back at the footage from the original games they were chunky, horrible, blocky, pieces of crap and now they look how my brain remembers them and that's that's brilliant. I can't wait to play it. Awesome. Good stuff.
0: Thanks. And- very quickly uh toby have you got a history with toby Hawk? are you looking forward to these remasters toby Hawk. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry
1: i didn't want to correct him on that after no no i like gave, it Let's keep after it. he was giving it <laughs> fury unleashed earlier i was like no no
0: i wasn't um i wasn't mocking toby saying fury unleashed i was just going for the injury we've had all week christ sorry sorry Toby. no no it's cool i um I got one one little sort of
3: you know celebrity thing that um my brother knows Bam Marjora, or Margera or Margara I don't know how you Aww. say that at all but he knows him um my brother does parkour so he's he's, he's been a parkourer for a, a, quite a long time um and yeah number of times he's met uh, Bam which is cool my time with Tony Hawk. It's going to be a way shorter version than the other two. Um, I was never very good at it, um, so I enjoyed them. I really enjoyed the soundtrack, but I used to watch my brother play it. So it was one of those ones where I was actually the backseat gamer, which is pretty rare. I much preferred watching him chain a million combos together and watch them that way. It was um, it was really good. It's going to be quite a nostalgia trip to watch or play that again. But yeah, that's my, that's my main takeaway from it. I don't think it'll be a day one for me just because I've never been a massively good player of it. And I've got other things to buy, clearly, um, out of the list for, that, for the rest of this year. Um, but yeah, I think that looks great. The uh, the actual effects and graphics and things look really, really, really good. And like um, Sean said, the uh, pedigree of that team who are remastering them, they're just bringing back brilliant nostalgia trips for us from Crash, Bandicoot, and now this.
0: Yeah, they're doing great work over there. Hitting us in our nostalgia buttons pretty hard. Uh, right then, let's move on to Sean's Indie Corner.
2: Welcome. Hey. <laughs> so let's go through these games this week. I've got three to talk about, and then we can discuss any any games that you want to bring to the table as well. But the first is called Titan Chaser. It's from a developer whose name I am absolutely going to murder, but I'm going to try and pronounce it. Stas Shostak. Um, he has previously developed Katana Kata, Save One, uh, Save One More, and Tribal Pass. Um, this game... Looks like uh, Twin Peaks meets. Can you remember that mon- that that movie from like 2010, Monsters, where like monsters were constantly moving around in the fog, and there was two characters that were like trying to do a cross-country drive. Anyway, this game is it's a surrealist driving experience, so kind of like Jalopy, but uh, set with monsters and fog. You you play a, a scout who has to track down giant monsters on this this map. So you drive around in a first-person inside a car, trying to find these giant creatures, and you you lo- use light to try and drive them off, without um, fighting or killing them. Um, it can' kind of, if I had to describe it, it looks like a a blend of like Shadow of the Colossus, Jalopy, and the movie Monsters, and it is releasing on PC soon. If you search on Steam for Titan Chaser. You will find it and it looks absolutely goddamn brilliant the next game is called nix the awakening i'm i'm disappointed that paul isn't here this week because this game has paul collette written all over it it's a neon 80s themed action adventure game um, and it's from developers black Sail games and it's been published by all in it's got a synthwave soundtrack which will make both greg and paul happy i guess hey. <laughs> and so basically it's like a 3d adventure you the demo that we've seen so far is like set in an arcade where this ancient uh, beast has awakened from within games and basically he plays this girl who's got a a lightsaber taking on various beasties from inside these like 80s themed games and this lightsaber will only cut and damage things if it is a corresponding color and you can change the, the colour of your lightsaber on the fly. So, like, you'll see items in the environment have got, like, blue neon. And you have to have a blue lightsaber to cut it. It's a nice little um, kind of mechanic. There's, it looks really cool. Um, the combat looks pretty slick. And it's coming to PC on September 24th, 2020. So that's called NYX The Awakening. NYX The Awakening. And it's also been announced for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. But it hasn't got a release date for those just yet. And lastly, there is a game called Sanity of Morris. Now, there's almost nothing available information-wise about this game. Um, It's from a developer called Auto Ego Games, and they did a game recently called Woven, which is the game where everything was made out of wool. Um, This game is a psychological horror game, and it's, it's different in the fact that it's actually dealing with aliens, like little green men aliens. Um I don't know if you've ever heard of Albedo um Eyes of the Skies I think it was called but it was like a first person horror game involving like little green men and you know the, the greys and that kind of stuff. This game kind of looks like it's going to follow in the same vein. There's they are putting up regular like teasers on their Facebook page which is Alter Ego Games. So if you search on Facebook for Alter Ego Games you can see some um some teasers on there there's there's some really creepy stuff going on with this game there's like one of the videos is like a a a, a giant glass bowl with like green mist going inside it and there's there's music coming from inside the bowl it looks freaky as hell and quite impressive um and this developer apparently you know woven did very well for the for them so i'm quite looking forward to what they could do with a, a psychological horror so keep your eyes out for sanity of morris i'm I'm told it's going to be quite good and that is all three games have you guys got anything you want to talk about from the indie games this week
1: i have been playing one i don't know how recent it is i picked it up the other week on the um hidden gem sale on ps4 uh, just because you mentioned synthwave it's called music racer which is a very unimaginative title um i love titles like that
3: <laughs> you can never google these games
1: no there was another one. It was called like Neon Ride, I think. It was you start off as a car and then you end up transforming. It's a bit like it played a bit like Amplitude, so you and Vibrimmon, so you duck and dive under things, and you go from being like a car to a jet, uh, and all the the views changed, So it became like Afterburner, and then you turn to like an Optimus Prime kind of thing. Well, Music Racer is it's just sort of the Amplitude kind of look to it. So it is just behind the car, you get all these eighties cars you can buy, like Lamborghini. They're not licensed, but like. Lamborghinis, like Lamborghini Diablo's like the, you know, the old the old square looking ones. Kit from Night Rider, the light cycles from Tron. And yeah, you you pick the level. So it can be like a a modern blocky one. It can be the the retro gunship logo, you know, like the grid Tron style levels. And you you basically just you don't this is this is where it kind of fails a little bit. You you'd think you'd match the tiles to music like you would amplitude or dj hero uh you kind of don't they're they're kind of out of sync with the music and there's no real reward for collecting them or not so you can just there's three different levels of style you can play you can play like normal you can play uh, a hard version of it or you can just play like zen which you don't play at all it just plays the, the track and you just move the camera on the car so you can just have like a neon highway and just playing the tracks it doesn't. I'm not really selling it, but it's got an amazing synthwave sort of soundtrack to it, and it was like I don't know, one ninety nine or two pound on the store, something like that. Nice. So yeah, I mean, if you just want a bit of chill and basically, it's basically synthwave screensavers that you could interact with if you want to play them. But yeah, that just I just I dabbled the other week when I, I just had a look at the hidden gems store. Nice. That's my one.
0: Grand. Uh, thank you, Sean. Pleasure. Do, do check out those indie titles right now. Okay, then it's time. The quiz answers. Ooh, here we go. Dreading this. Okay,
2: (laughs) question one was get over here, Roscoe. What have you got for that? Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. That is correct.
0: Thank god for that. I
2: was actually quite nervous about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, god,
0: is it Scorpion? Is it Sub Zero? Oh,
2: and do you know how hard it was not to go get over here every time I read it out? (laughs) 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 Okay, uh, question two what is a man a miserable little pile of secrets greg what is a man
1: I put castlevania
2: that is correct
1: uh it's symphony night i know that much but character wise i've put alucard if it's dracula can i have it for spelling it backwards
2: no
0: (laughs) that's a pool effort that is that's a pool effort right there
2: i've spelled Um. it right (laughs) Okay, so the answer is yes, it is Dracula, and it was Castlevania, so Knight. the night. Yeah. Uh, Question three is a funny thing, ambition. It can take one to sublime heights or harrowing depths, and sometimes they are one and the same. Toby, what have you got for this, buddy?
3: <laughs> I'm not confident of it at all. I, d- I wrote Mass Effect down, but...
2: That is a good point, but it's not. <laughs> that was a good guess. Um, <laughs> Roscoe, what have you got for this?
0: I believe that to be Emily from Dishonored.
2: Emily from Dishonored is correct. Wow. Yeah. Didn't get that. Question four. We both said a lot of things that you're going to regret, but I think we could put our differences behind us. For science, you monster. Toby, you got this one.
3: Oh, dear. I wrote Quantum Break.
2: Oh. Oh, my God. You are going to kick yourself. <laughs> the answer is obviously GLaDOS from Portal. Uh, it was the you monster bit.
1: That's the bit that got me. There. <laughs>
2: Are you kicking yourself now?
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: Why do, we, why do we get this guy on?
3: <laughs> He's got no memory for video games.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, question five. Keep your expe- expectations low, boy, and you will not be disappointed. Is I'm confident of? Oh, John, um, like, let Toby answer it then. Toby, what's the answer, buddy? I'm going with Bully. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> it was the boy and thing, now wasn't I'm it? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait are you are you being serious i wrote bully oh what is it okay (laughs) the the answer is kratos from god of war
1: (laughs) it's it's hard because you can't do accents but as soon as said boy i was like oh it's dad and boy
2: 2018. uh i'm sorry (laughs) that that was really embarrassing (laughs) anyway question is i i've
1: known you for as long as i've known ross you, have you just been posing this entire time <laughs> yeah
2: it's you know, it, it's 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 a high pressure environment though you know yeah yeah, that's yeah. That's I, there's, okay. there's
1: been so many times when i've gone oh fuck it of course it is okay uh, a high
2: question...
0: pressure environment yeah there's so much on the line isn't there when we do this well, non-monetary non-prize winning
2: hey there is a prize and there's
3: pride on the line isn't there
2: uh, there is a prize on
3: the
1: line.
2: is there there is a prize. There is the I, I told you at the beginning of the season we we're gonna have a little trophy. And oh, I, I, might, yeah. I might even turn that into like a wrestling belt. Like oh, so we can be just like Greg Miller. Anyway. Oh god.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean I'm 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 still waiting for my trophy from the first season.
2: That was a warm-up. <laughs> 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 okay, question 6. This path should lead us straight to the grave. The world's grave, not ours. Roscoe what have you got for that?
0: Uh, that's a ghost, in Destiny. Yeah.
2: Correct. That was yes. a punt.
0: Peter Dinklage saying it with as about as much enthusiasm as Sean did just then. The
2: old yes. <laughs> okay, question seven. You want to know something funny? Even after everything you've done, I would have saved you. Uh, Greg, tell us what that is, buddy. I almost got this wrong. and I actually scribbled my answer out. It's Batman Arkham City,
1: and it's Batman. That's correct. The Joker says, you know,
2: that is kind of funny. Eh, <laughs> and then dies that is yeah amazing moment <laughs> okay uh question eight survival can be a matter of luck or skill and you can't rely on luck toby what have you got for this buddy it's blank <laughs> blank oh no uh roscoe blank also all right, right you. wow
1: uh i think this is going to be a triple blanker. i put la noir Cole folks but i don't think it is
2: it's not it's Cloud from Final Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's how much I've tuned out <laughs> of, that, of that game. <laughs>
2: I tried Wait. to pick games we I knew we'd all play. <laughs> What's the line again? What's the line? Uh, survival can be a matter of luck or skill, and you can't rely on luck. When, when does he say that? Straight out of the first mission. Do you know when Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> when Jesse gives you the materia? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Question nine. Crazy own? fool. Why do you always jump? One of these days you're going to land on something that's stubborn as you are, and I don't do bits and pieces. Roscoe, what have you got for this?
0: That is Sergeant Johnson. It is Sergeant Johnson. In Halo
2: 3? Correct.
1: Switch. I just just put Halo. I'm not going to get that, am I?
2: No. (laughs) Uh, Question 10. Part of growing up is doing what's best for the people you care about even if sometimes that means hurting someone else. Has anyone got an answer for this one? Nope. Nope. Right, okay. That was Lee Everett from Telltale's uh-huh. Being Dead. Well, that was uh, a toughie. That, def- that was definitely a quiz. That was definitely a quiz. Um, okay, if you wouldn't mind setting up you your scores. So the answers were, one was Scorpion World Combat, two was Dracula from Castlevania Civic the Night, question three was Emily Caldwin from Dishonored, Question 4 was GLaDOS from Portal 2. Question 5 was Kratos from God of War. Question 6 was Ghost from Destiny. Question 7 was Batman from Welcome City. 8 was Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Question 9 was Johnson from Halo 3. And question 10 was Lee from The Walking Dead. What have you got, Greg? I've got a dozen. 12 out of 20, not bad. Toby, can you beat 12? Negative. Negative. I've got zero. (laughs) Oh my god! You seriously haven't got
3: zero. I got zero. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I told
1: you, it only way is I had up. A few weeks ago, um, that got only got one out of the ten.
0: Oh man, it was a pool quiz. <laughs> is was the sound effects one. <laughs> oh, that was you know, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Paul's retro, retro, retro quiz that I was so proud to get one out of ten on.
1: Paul's mono, mono audio <laughs> back in the before time, the long, long ago quiz. <laughs> it's crazy. What movie is that from? You must know that quote. Uh,
0: the Lamp Before Time Four. No, it's Mad yeah. Max on Thunderdome. <laughs> uh,
2: sorry, Ross. Have you have you have you beaten Greg this time?
0: Uh, finally, I've got fourteen. Well done, sir.
2: Oh, it's about time. How long's it been
0: since you beat Greg? It's been a while, yeah. yeah it has been a while, yeah. It just has to make it personal
1: isn't it it's not a fun quiz anymore it's ross <laughs> v greg <laughs> but it's only ross v greg when he loses when he's winning he's like nah, nah, i'm winning the quiz when he loses then it becomes personal i'm like all right cool i think it was ross v greg because i wasn't there yeah <laughs> i think it's been ross v greg ever since ross cheated on that parasite eve question
0: oh jesus
2: Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay well well done ross that was um... thanks man that was fun that was a good that one. Was good.
1: Yeah, it's, again, it's peer pressure, isn't it? It's that obvious, like, oh, shit. Yeah, of course it is.
0: Oh, but, Toby, I'm...
1: I am very disappointed in you.
0: I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> and, um, I hope you guys enjoyed Toby on the podcast. This is the last one. he's
1: uh, <laughs> It's going to be like a Dr. Evil moment where he gets fired out of his chair into the furnace behind him.
0: <laughs> Let me just uh, remove all the requests that I've put for Toby on the next week.
1: <laughs> you didn't earn your supper. <laughs>
3: I'm going to be doing a lot of research before next week. (laughs) Can you give me a hint as to what the quiz will be about?
0: No, I haven't got a clue. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just going to have to research all video games. Yeah, all video games. Okay, yeah, Yeah. Grant. Thank you very much, Sean. A pleasure. Right, let's round this off with Out This Week. And Out This Week, we have Golf With Your Friends coming out to PS4 Xbox One and Switch on May the 19th. We've got more coverage of that coming soon. It may not hit embargo right now, but it's going to be on the website this week, so look out for it. Uh, Gorn is coming to PS4 on May the 19th. Cannibal Cuisine is coming to PC and Switch on May the 20th. What the Gulf is coming on May the 21st. You'll see my review of that on fingegans.net right now. Uh, the Persistence is coming to PS4 and PC and Xbox One May 21st. This was a previously VR-only game. Now it's coming out uh, without VR, so if you want to check it
2: out, Sean, you played it, haven't you? I did. I played a little bit of it at uh, EGX, and even on the the busy showroom floor, it is freaking terrifying. So I'm looking forward to not playing it in non-VR. Yeah, there is a game out on May
0: 21st that I probably could have dropped into the indie corner. Ember is coming out, uh, which is a firefighting game that I played at EGX Res last year and had an absolute blast and I really want it to do well, because it's really good fun. It's coming to PC and Stadia on May 21st. And hopefully, you'll be able to see more of that on Thingy Guns very, very soon. Uh, May 21st, BiPed is also coming to Nintendo Switch. It's already been out for uh, for everything else. Uh, I've got a review of that on the website, so do go check it out. Again, uh, yeah, we're very excited for Man Eater, which is coming out on May 22nd. PC, PS4, Xbox One, possibly Switch as well, I can't remember. Yeah, it's coming Just, out on Switch. Sweet. Just a game where you play as a great big fucking shark and eat people.
1: I really hope you can eat Hall on Oats as like a as like a meta joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, clever.
1: Look at him. Don't fucking patronise me. I spent five seconds thinking of that.
0: I said it was clever! <laughs> God. Um, May 22nd The Wonderful 101 Remastered is out but, you know, don't buy it. May 22nd, Monstrum is coming out PS4, Xbox One and Saints Row the 3rd remastered also on May 22nd look out for more on that, as and when I should stress also there are some deals going on right now, if you go on to your, any video game uh, store except for the Switch, (laughs) you can get Lego Ninjago video game Lego Ninjago movie Lego the Ninjago movie oh no, the Lego Ninjago movie the video game, for free If you go on to uh, PSN or Xbox One or Steam, you can go get that for free up until May 21st. And NBA 2K20, that video game that everyone hated because it was £60 and you couldn't win unless you pay for more microtransactions, is now £2.50 until May 21st on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Stadia. I just bought it for Stadia. And, yeah, you can't do anything unless you pay for it. It's quite something. And, yeah, so that's everything that I wanted to talk about this week. Also, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons. We just hit over 3000 downloads on this podcast and well, we just wanted to say thank you very much for that. It's been a really fun ride doing this. Um just over a year now we've been at it and yeah, we're having a great time. And to all of our patrons if you are listening to this, thank you very much indeed. If you do want to join us, it is 83 pence a month to keep our podcast hosted on the various podcast websites it's on and keep the web posting up and yeah, if you think we're worthy of it then do go for it to everyone that does so far. um, A couple have joined this week. Uh, Really means a lot to us. So thank you very much indeed. Right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. If you do want to follow us, make sure you follow us over on Twitter at FNGRGNS, Facebook.com forward slash Fingerguns UK, Twitch.tv forward slash Fingerguns.net. Guess what? We have a Discord now. I know we're about five years late with this, but we have a Discord now. So if you do want to join us, search for the Finger Guns, the official Finger Guns Discord, Discord. I'll put a link in the description of this podcast if you do want to join up. We throw in all our links in there and we start chatting about video games and stuff. about stuff as well. So if you want to join us, it's a fun little community that uh, we're all part of right now, so don't miss it. And that's it. Thank you very much indeed for listening. It is goodbye from Mr. Grey Kicks.
1: Goodbye everyone. Again, thank you from all of us. It's goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Uh, Was literally goodbye. (laughs) He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's he left the chat. (laughs) Oh,
0: he's just gone. (laughs) He's just gone. Oh, he's back again. There he is. That wasn't the right one. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you turn yourself out instead of pressing mute?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was goodbye. (laughs)
0: Literally.
2: (laughs) Two (laughs) dogs.
0: And uh, yeah, let's have a round of applause for Toby joining us on the podcast for the first time. Well done, thanks. thanks for having me. Well
2: done.
0: Maybe Greg will forgive you for your Chris score one day. You never know. It's unlikely. No, I, just, <laughs> I, I
1: think stage fright. We'll call, we'll call it on stage fright. If you disappoint me <laughs> again, I will be very, I won't be mad. I'll just be disappointed.
0: Oh, the Sorry. worst kind. Thank you very much indeed for listening, everyone. We'll see you again next week on the Finger Guns podcast.